Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> Look, Look, okay. What, uh, Cayenne okay. dragged in. Okay, okay. Before you before you try to drag me for being late oh, this I'm evening. I'm dragging you, all right, first of all. For being late this evening, I just want to firstly just say, when Jammers 2 has a release day, baby. I mean, if that, that, is does, true. If that doesn't see. inspire you to have an ounce of forgiveness in your mail. heart, I've got mail, and I've also got Wayne Jammers in, uh, on the 20th day of January next year. Doesn't that just make you want to well, forgive me? I'll tell you this right now. Wayne Jammers, Wayne Jammers doesn't put food on my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Wayne Jammers doesn't put food on my table. Not until, yet. Not yet. Until you lose a bet to me and. Speaking of loser back, go ahead. You need to send me my Whoa. damn. I guess we haven't had an episode since I absolutely demolished you. And uh, that's a strong word. I don't think it is hmm. actually. I think. What's like, the score? I remember I was I was watching it, and I like looked at the sheet real quick, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we got it." I mean, it's it's over. It's it's over. Uh, I'll I'll pull up the, the Go, score sheet. Real yeah, quick. pull up the score sheet. Send it to me because I'm under the impression that there was some sort of uh, you know, shady dealings That's undergoing nice. here. You know, you were the only one in charge of the the sheets. I'm thinking we're getting another I mean, uh, another Georgia logged. governor election here. You it's know. all logged on the thing. So we got what Elden Ring as most anticipated game. We both said that best debut indie game. You said Valheim. I said the Forgotten City. I don't think it was either of those. No, that was, yeah. Uh, we got Content Creator of the Year. I said Dream, who it was. So that's one point for me. Uh, so let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and keep track here. Yeah, that was kind of a, they kind of, a, you know, did me wrong there. I don't think Dream deserved it at all. How dare he? Uh, best Multiplayer, It Takes Two. I was correct again. That's that one still makes me. no sense to me. Just because two people are playing the game doesn't mean it's multiplayer, bro. Hey, it was nominated. We weren't debating the merits of his nomination. That's some bullshit to me, bro. Best sports racing game, we both said Forza. Best sim strategy, it was Age of Empires, I believe. Uh, so neither of us got that point. Best family game. Once wait, again, wait, 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 wait. I didn't say best. Oh, did I say inscription? You said, ins- you said inscription. Damn. You said inscription. Best family game, it takes two. It's a not a family game. Me. It a discusses heavy themes of divorce and uh, lack of love in a relationship. You want to play best that with your family? Game. No. Well, well, best fighting game, Guilty Gear Strive, we both said. Best role-playing game, Tales of Arise, we both said. Best action-adventure game. Uh, what was that? Returnal, I want to say. I think Returnal won that, so neither of us got a point there. Whoa, what did Actually, I say? Wait, no, no, no. Let me let me double check this. Let me double check yeah. this. Yeah. Best check action it. adventure and then there's best action game. Action, which is They're slightly yeah, different. Right. You said Psychonauts too, which didn't win any awards. Wow. So I already know that's wrong. There's no way uh, I said Psychonauts too. I mean, run the tape back, Sarah. That's all I have to say. Uh, let's see if you all, if you all best action, best where best action adventure. Uh oh, Metroid Dread. Uh. So that's a wash. So still three on me so far. Uh, best action game. I said Returnal. You said Death Loop. 
Let's see what happened here. I think return I think it was Returnal. Now. That's crazy. So that's 4-0 me so far. Uh, then we had... Uh, what else do we got here? Best VR, AR. I don't even know what it was. It was not Hitman 3, which we both said. So that was fine. Innovation and accessibility was Forza. We both... Uh, wrong there or we were both right there best community support i said final fantasy 14 you said uh i said genshin uh, it? i thought i said final fantasy you 4. said no man's you said no man's oh, sky oh i did <laughs> <laughs> uh it was final fantasy 14 so yeah. what is it like four oh me five oh me five i think it's five oh yeah. all right let's keep going you still got some predictions and stuff we got best mobile game you did win. It was, I think it, was it, was it Genshin Impact? Yes, I see. see. I'm looking at the list now. I see the winners. Okay. Best mobile game was Genshin, Genshin. Impact. So that's 5-1. There you go. You're on the board there. Uh, then we have uh, Best Indie. Death Store did not win. Death Store was robbed. What one best indie? Are you looking at the list? I'm looking at it here, but I'm not seeing it on this list. Oh, it was uh, Kenna. Okay, that was a robbery. Death Store got robbed there, so we both lost that. Still 5-1. Best ongoing game. We both said Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I think uh, it was Final right. Fantasy XIV. Uh, best games for Impact. Life is Strange. It was Life is Strange. Uh, so still 5-1. Best performance. You did say Lady D- Dimitriscu. Dim- Dimitrisk. I said Jason Kelly. So it's five two. Hold on. Let's not let's not stop the vote now. You might win. <laughs> I don't know. Five two. Best audio design. I said Forza. You said Returnal. It was yeah, Forza. Yeah, that's some so fucking bullshit two. right there. Fucking putting okay, microphones well. in the in, that doesn't even make any sense. They did that three. They did that four years ago, bro. We get mm, we get well, awards for better microphones. Better microphones. All right. Well, I guess better it's just game of the decade. These are the game of the decade awards, I guess now, huh? Oh, it's a scam, me. bro. I might as well just talk I mean, about shit from 1997 and the original Doom on the Nintendo oh, or on like uh, you know the freaking MS DOS or whatever, bro. We got best score in music. Golly, uh, it was near replicant. So it was we were near. both wrong. We got there. that wrong. Best art direction. I said Deathloop. That was indeed correct. Uh, so I think it's like six two, maybe seven two. I'm not even sure right now. Bro, somewhere Deathloop did not. Like I don't know. I don't understand the categories, bro. Best narrative. Life is strange. I should have said Guardians of the Galaxy, because you played it. That's just, I. I played it. Should have got. I, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. I should have knew that. Best game direction. I said Deathloop, uh, and it was indeed Deathloop. So I, I'm maybe at seven, seven two, eight two, whatever. Game of the year. We both said Deathloop. It was It Takes Two. I was happy for that. Yes. I was happy too. Bonus. We're on the bonus category. Plus two points for each right prediction. I said Hellblade gameplay would be there. That's that's an extra two on top. Holy shit. Wait, you said Uh, Hellblade? I thought I said Hellblade. (laughs) (laughs) Bioshock reveal did not happen. Hideo Kojima did not reveal his next game. Uh, and then on your side, we did no not wind. see some update on Avowed. We did not see Hollow Knight Silk Song, and we did not see an anime fighting game announced. God, I had the worst fucking predictions. 
I mean, you were wrong on almost every front. I don't know how you Jesus do it. Um, besides Christ. the ones where we <laughs> where we tied. You want to hear something I fucking mean, crazy, bro? When crazy? I was watching this shit, I remember when Lady Dimitrescu came up there and won. I was like, "Let's fucking go!" And then there was like one other, the other one that I got right. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to kick this man's ass." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Yeah, I looked at it halfway through, and I was like, mm, "Yeah, I don't even got to count no more. I'm, I'm pretty much wow, wow. So, That's uh, really insane." Let me go ahead and play music for myself. That is a bubble tea for me. Um, let's see what send we got it, here. I'll send it your way. I'm a man of my word. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so hmm, turn hmm. up for that, and that's a that's our that's our pre-show. All right. We got got some decent stuff to talk about in the actual show, so let's just jump right into it. You know how we do this. One, two, three, clap, and then we're into it. One, two, three, clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 181 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both Odin and do new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the late man himself, Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, <laughs> sorry I was a little late. That's the bit. That's it. That's all I got, bro. Wow, wow. Well, I did a little ad lib there because I had a different nickname for you, but you came in late, so I had to give you a little Damn. ball busting. It's like but that. I could not uh, pursue this episode without acknowledging that it, you are actually the big time birthday boy this week. Yeah. Well, that that sound effect that really didn't really do it justice that's okay there we go there we go there I'd we like go to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody yeah let's go yeah. turn up he's apologizing to absolutely nobody for being late including myself uh happy birthday my guy how, how old are you tell the world tell the, I, the fans at home i have reached uh the ripe old age of 24 24 you know, years old a little baby boy a little baby boy i could have raised a child in between the gap. Oh, not really. I'm 27. Huh? I can, you know, that's not, I was about to say, I could have raised a child in between the gap of our ages, but that's absolutely not true. I, oh, like the in the time it would take though. you from when you were By the time you were born, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. To the time I was three, I was talking already. Ah, uh, okay, okay, gotcha. You could have raised the co-host, basically. That's what all I'm hearing right, is you, you were trying right. to replace me. Okay, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Throwing a little shade. But uh, before we get into your little birthday adventures, just a quick reminder, everybody, if you want to help support the show, you already know what to do. Go leave a review on iTunes. And, you know, this is going to be a regular thing. Um, I'm going to the iTunes page right now. Uh, who's about to get flamed? <laughs> I mean, tw- it still says 25. Oh, no, bro. It still says 25. I'm I'm really I'm ready to pull the plug, delete all the episodes, delete the whole archive. You guys don't appreciate this. You guys just really don't. Appre- I mean, besides the 25 people that have already reviewed, 
But, I mean, everybody else, I know there's new listeners every week. People see me on the streets, say, hey, I love your podcast. You guys are so funny. You know, I love the dynamic. You're lying. Where are they? Yeah. You're a phony. You're a fraud. You like it so much. Hit that review button for me. Why don't you do that? And we're going to talk about this every episode, guys. Until we hit 26. Every episode. Until we hit one review is all I ask. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like little tiny Tim. Please, sir, can I have some more? And by more, I mean one. One review. I think Tiny Tim. I don't even know if Tiny Tim said that. I don't know who the fuck Tiny Tim is. He's an artist. being honest. Musical artist. You know, tiptoe through the tulips. Tiptoe to the tulips? What? You know that. I'm talking about. You Isn't talking about Tiny Tim, a pauper boy, like a little pauper boy? No, no, no. You're, th- you're thinking selling. of you're thinking of Oliver Twist from the hit book Oliver Twist by uh, what's that man's name? The Charles Ol- Dickens. Oliver Twist sells sell newspapers or something because he was poor. He was homeless. He was an orphan, mm. and he was a chimney sweep. Tiny Tim, is this mo- this is the motherfucker that was in the SpongeBob episode? Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, on some Tiny Tim well, type beat. I'm I'm rebranding Tiny Tim. In my world, Tiny Tim is a little poor boy. In your world, Tiny Tim is Oliver Twist. Yeah. Okay. I can get behind it. Anyways, go review the damn podcast, please, guys. If you guys don't want to help monetarily, just review the podcast. If you do want to the podcast, if you do want to review uh, help monetarily, playerplayerpod.com. All the information about the podcast. At the bottom of the page, there's the Kofi link. You guys can donate as little as a dollar to help support hosting costs. I'll tell you this. Anybody that has donated a dollar or more, first of all, I know everybody that's donated, and I'm pretty sure they have all reviewed the podcast. But even if you haven't reviewed the podcast, you're good. Because if you're spending money on, on this dumbass show, you know, <laughs> I, I I can't say nothing to you. Dang. Right? You're right. Y'all, y'all already got us right. So, But everybody else who listened to this for free, shoo, <laughs> the damn stars. On the on the review button, y'all better start paying yeah. up. Pay up, pay up. Anyways, uh, that's pretty much it. I don't I don't need to go through the exact dang script every single time. Tell us about your dang birthday. Well, real quick before my birthday, I just want to say uh, I did look up Tiny Tim. His name was not even Tim, bro. I feel lied to. His name is Herbert. Mm, yeah, that seems like. I mean, he made the shit up. So you can definitely assign exactly. Tiny Tim to Oliver Twist. Exactly. That's a given. That's Herbo, Herbert Boutros Kari. Shit, I would name myself Tiny Tim too, bro. Ain't, ain't nobody <laughs> say all that. I can say Herbert. Please welcome to the stage, Herbert Boutros Kari. You know what I'm saying? Bro, my uncle's name is Herbert, bro. Isn't your name Herbert? Anyways. Nah, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, imagine if my name really was Herbert and I went by Arsene instead, which is. Somebody's. Is your middle name Herbert or Sheldon? Or neither. That's neither, bro. I'm not putting my middle <laughs> okay. name out there in the in the ethos, bro. In the in the stratosphere, I don't okay, want y'all. Okay. I don't want y'all doxing me. You know, actually, I mean, oh, it would right. be easy to dox me because, like, who else I is? Mean, named we already got everything, bro. Do we need your middle name to dox you? Yeah, I mean, motherfuckers don't even use that middle. That shit is always optional. I've never seen some. I feel like buying a plane ticket, oh, doing yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. bro. Optional. We don't. That shit is just for show. That's only if your name is like John Johnson or something or John Doe where you got the most basic ass name, John Smith. Then you need a middle name to go by or something. Exactly. Exactly. But not me, though. Any, anyways, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> let's, let's, stay, let's stay on track here. How was the birthday? Birthday real quick. Um, Went through to uh, a little cabin up in North Georgia. Um, Had a great time with Angelique. We went hot tubbing. 
play some ping pong, uh, pool, you know, the works. Then uh, we went to a vineyard, got a little bit of wine, bought hella bottles of uh, wine to bring back for gifts and whatnot for folks. Um, then on the way back, we actually uh, stopped by an Apple store. And now you may be thinking, Apple, uh, Tim Cook, Tim Apple, his store. No, we, we stopped by an Apple Orchard store where they had all types of Apple goods. Uh, we copped us an apple pie, apple donuts, um, apple cider, some apple barbecue sauce, some apple jelly. Oh, uh, how much y'all spend at this shop? hundred bucks. Yes, I. I'm not oh even lying. We God. we did drop a, a little satchel of uh, currency at this establishment. But hey, you got to support local businesses, um, especially during these trying times. So I do not regret any of the decisions that we made. And yeah, it was a fun time. The apple cider donuts are almost apple gone. barbecue sauce. Apple is apple cinnamon barbecue sauce. So I'm excited Dang. to give it a little try. See what's going on. Yeah, we were just I, actually I won't say we because Anjali she had a she has a self control. I was in there. I was like, dang, bro. Yeah, let me get one of these. Let me get one of these. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going. We passed by like uh, some little like you know, handcraft. What's it called? Like craft made sodas or whatever. And yeah. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and get one of each. Just let oh me just fill my. up the let me fill up the cart. So I got one of each of the little soda pops, and we got a bunch of honey. Bro, we were all over the place. We, were, we literally went through that store like it was like a like a Walmart or a Costco or some shit. So, uh, shout out to Panorama Orchards, or Panorama Apple Orchard, something like that. I don't know. Y'all can look it up on Google. <laughs> uh, it's in North Georgia. Um, and yeah, it's a. I, I gotta say, it's a must stop, bro. It's just nice and chill. Okay. It's chill in there, bro. It's chill vibes. Uh, a little problematic though. They had some uh, you know Native American imagery. That uh, you know, oh, nah. <laughs> you know, could be a little perceived as problematic. So, yeah, we we turned a blind eye to that. I don't know if that was the right oh, move, nah. but you know, we made our way through. So yeah, other you should than have that, said, "Hey, you should have let them ring you up and be like, hey, if y'all don't take that shit down right now, I'm putting everything back.'" <laughs> Holy shit, that would have been a move, honestly. I said I would have. I'll I'll throw this shit right. I'll throw. I'll smear this honey all over your cash register. <laughs> what are you gonna do? How oh, you gonna stop nah. me? Um. Oh, yeah. Then we made Why our way back. Drop the and we're just chilling. Oh yeah. I can't say the c word, bro. There were there were lots of c words up there. Obviously, um, being in North Georgia. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, what not you mean? Whoa, C-words. bro. I mean, I can, a lot of c words. Say c word. Actually, that would be. Okay. I don't know if you can say it like that, bro. Imagine if like white people were just saying, "Yeah, everybody." In- <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, god. No, not no, like no. This. All right, all right. Birthday, birthday over. That that's pretty much it. We had a great time and we made our way back uh, last night. So yeah, nice. You get anything uh, notable? Was the was the Oculus the highlight of the the gift gift giving? Um, so far the Oculus is uh, one of the, the top highlights. Um, you know, Anjali can have gotten like hell of value out of it so far. Um, but Anjali says she's gonna get me a little Apple Watch for my birthday. Sometime soon, oh, so wow. that one that one might also be a highlight. I want to see, you so know, like a a dual birthday Christmas. Do, do people be double dipping on you like that? I th- the people in my life, they uh, they always feel bad for me. They're always like, "Damn, his birthday's so close to Christmas. We got to make him feel a- uh, extra special and double dip and give him uh, give him something for e- each one." So, Anjali oh, okay, okay. is uh, scrambling, trying to get me uh, birthday and. Christmas presents. My mom was out here scrambling for birthday and Christmas presents, and I'm like, bro, I could double dip. I don't mind. 
I'm a humble I'm a humble young man. You don't have to do wow. me like that, but I do appreciate it. I appreciate everybody. Okay, okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. Anywho, how was your week, bro? Uh good. I was just chilling. Just straight chilling. Watched a lot of Arcane. Um, that's a damn good show. I don't know what else to say about it. Dang. I think it's a it's a must watch, all right? If you're not opposed, you know how some people are a little squeamish when it comes to animated shows for some reason. Talking about, mm, it's a kid show. Ridiculous, like, bro. First of all, we're talking to you, are. Your high horse. We're talking to you, are. Hop off your high horse, all right? <laughs> like, it's animation, all right? You can see some random motherfucker you don't know on the screen acting to be, a, pretend to be another person, half time doing a bad job, but you can't, you can't watch no crisp animation? Come on now, y'all. If y'all if y'all think that way, it's 2021. We got to move along. You got to right? grow up. Got to grow up. Got to I mean, grow down. Shit, shrink. <laughs> I don't know damn what you need to do to watch to be watching these damn cartoons, but Arcane easily top 5 show of the of the year. Um definitely need to watch it, man. The editing and shit, the direction I don't even know. I don't even know how that shit works, bro. I don't know if they got a director in the fucking animation room in the editing bay talking about, mm, yeah, let's go ahead and do this, that, this. You know, I, I don't know, but it's elite, man. Voice acting, animation, uh, cuts, editing, all that stuff is elite. So shout out to Arcane. Yeah. I'm um, going to get on it. I'll get on it. Other than that, wait, go ahead. I said, I'm going to get on it. I will keep you updated when I watch the first episode. Please do. Please do. Um, other than that, we got Hawkeye. I've been, I'm now up to date on Hawkeye. I'm also really enjoying that. Um, I gotta say, shout out to Haley Steinfeld, man. She's, I think she's dominating some crazy roles. She got an MCU role. She's in Arcane as a main character, and she's also Gwen in the Spider Verse. So double dipping on the on the Marvel comics. Wow. She does a good job in all three. So I'm like, okay, this is a this is a big come up when we're talking about actor come ups it's a fast jump all right two three years these are some good roles bumblebee i didn't watch that shit so i can't speak to that i don't I, know if, if wait she was in bumblebee was already... yeah she was like the main character Whoa. besides the car got you got you and john cena i think but yeah she's she's doing well she's doing well um and i'm excited for the witcher coming out very very soon i think it comes out this week so oh, you know I'm about to shit, turn all bro. the way up for Henry Cavill. I have so much and, to watch. Uh, I know. There's too much. There's too much. But other than that, headed back to Atlanta this weekend. And uh, I'm, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how we'll handle the podcast next week. Uh, maybe we'll record an episode early. Maybe we'll try and do one in person. Maybe we'll fucking just record it at my parents' house or whatever. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um. Yeah, other than that, I think we can just get into the topic because we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff I want to touch on. Um, first and foremost, this episode is going to be a Game Awards reaction episode. We already talked about the awards. I just want to get your temperature right. We don't have to spend the whole episode um, or whatever. Like, we don't we don't have to dissect every little bit because I think there's a lot of filler there. So let's do a... A quick reaction for the first half of the episode. We're already fucking done with half the episode. So the first <laughs> rest of the half of the episode. And then we'll go into like uh, report cards for all the main, the big publishers slash companies. Cool. Uh, 
my quick reactions are going to be pretty brief. I just thought it was all right, man. You know, I don't know. I thought there were some nice games to look at uh, in terms of, like, announcements. But then I think this is a complaint that a lot of people have had. It really, really detracts from the whole award ceremony aspect of uh, of the show. You know, this, it's yeah. literally just E3 plus, oh, here you go. You guys did a good job making some games this past year. Which I don't really think is too fair to the uh, to the other folks. Um, maybe if they could you know, separate out the the awards, I don't know. I don't know what would be the right move to like fix this because I feel like if you were to separate the announcements from the awards, then you know obviously the awards would probably suffer in viewership. But hey, all I know is all I was really caring about like near the end of the show or pretty much throughout the entirety of the show. What were the announcements that we were getting? Were the gameplay trailers that we were getting? So, yeah, man, those were hype. I guess I can say that. But the the rest of the show was it was just okay. Yeah, uh, I will say. Within thirty minutes, I knew. I was like thirty forty minutes. We saw Hellblade gameplay, which was incredible. I thought that was insane. It was gorgeous. Just, I mean, yeah, gorgeous. Like, who knows how the game will actually play, how the whole journey will feel, if it'll all be like one cut, like like it was in this this gameplay trailer. But I was like, this is insane. This looks like a truly like unique experience, taking stuff to the next level as far as gameplay, cinematic, and storytelling. So that's the shit I love. That's the shit I'm looking forward to. So very hyped for uh, uh, Hellblade. Um, what's, what's the title? Hellblade Sinua Saga. Saga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Alan Wake Two got announced. I mean, Alan Wake was like one of the iconic games of the 360 era for me. I really enjoyed it. I loved the little story. Um, I am a little scared now. It's gonna be a you know survival horror. I'm like, okay, well, didn't ask for all that. Would have just you know liked a little bit more of the same or something. But mm. I'm still very very hyped. I thought the trailer was unexpected, and, I, and I'm super excited that we're getting it think in 2023 or whatever yeah um and yeah we got the star wars quantic dream game which i've never played a quantic dream game but the trailer looked very exciting and cool i mean a lot of that stuff we saw in the first 30 minutes or so was hot um so i was hyped i was like this will be the this will easily i knew this was going to be the best game awards so far um and then jeff said hold my beer um, I'll challenge you on that. And it went downhill basically for the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, we got the Cuphead DLC announced, which is a really, really nice surprise. Hi. Another sick, sick surprise. But other than that, man, with a couple of announcements here or there that kind of looked good, there was just way too much filler, way too much stuff that was just boring. I didn't care about um, stuff that I felt like most people probably wouldn't care about. Um and for a, a show to be three hours plus 30 minutes, including the pre-show or whatever, um, and such little time spent on the awards, like you were saying, the show was just way too long and just pretty much fell off a cliff after the first 45 minutes or so um, with a couple hype moments sprinkled in between. So I think the pacing uh, needed to be much better. I think they should have you know, pushed some of the hype uh, reveals throughout the show um i get it i know most casual people aren't going to watch the whole three-hour show so you got to put all at the front 
uh, so those people can see and enjoy that. Ah, well, I don't know, man. You got to do something. Like, there are a lot of awards that were given out, like, not even on stage. Yeah, that like, was oh, so well, weird. These people also won this award or, oh, quickly, somebody won this award, blah, blah, blah. It just seemed like on both fronts, uh, in terms of premieres and awards, it kind of didn't hit the right mark right i think it's still i think they're still learning they're getting better but like if you're going to do the announcements i would like the announcements to be better paced i would like to not have all this filler i would not like want to sit through all these weird commercials i understand they got to pay for the show but it's just not super entertaining to me and on the other hand if we're not going to do the announcements or the premieres super big i would like you know more quality from the awards. Give developers more time to speak. Right. Do more segments. Like that's some like human, not human rights is not the right thing, but kind of like some social. Social awareness. justice type things. Yeah, social justice type stuff. Like that was cool. I would love to see more segments, more like behind the scene looks, some developer previews or something that wasn't just like straight up commercials or, or whatever. Um, so shit was way too long i really hope it's shorter next year or they find a better way to fill out the time um and overall you know got some stuff i'm excited about but definitely kind of disappointed overall uh, not necessarily disappointed just like kind of underwhelmed i would say gotcha gotcha okay okay suicide so, squad yeah, looked we'll good see. though i forgot i, I forgot we even saw that suicide squad looked pretty good i'm still kind of like oh we'll see We'll see. I don't, I don't know. Like, do I need a team to put like a full group of people to play this? I like because I was talking to Jonathan about this, uh, who is just a friend um, I hang out with here in Seattle. I don't even know if I we've ever explained who Jonathan is on the podcast, but he's just Jonathan, he's just, he's bro. Friend. Just Jonathan. Um, I'm, I was like, um, the one thing that always happens during co-op games is that you don't you don't end up following any of the story because people talking over it booing, <laughs> doing jokes squatting and shit oh, in, the, in, no. the, in the screen in the cutscene, like so i and this game seems like it's pretty plot heavy there's a lot of dialogue and cutscenes, so i'm like i'm wondering how they balance that will they have a decent single player mode for people that want to enjoy the story or is it just going to be kind of like mindless fun which i don't really want from this this type of game where they seem like they're emphasizing the story. I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm optimistic, but not sold yet. I feel like it's going to end up, you know, kind of following that like borderland style of uh, that borderland style of like, I don't know if narrative is the right word, but storytelling, something like yeah. that. It just seems like it's not as serious to me, you know, Even despite the fact that like, you know, the entire world is you know at you know risk of being literally fucked up by the justice league they said now we're focusing on the suicide squad like of all people you're like first of all how are these motherfuckers even do how do they even stand a chance against anybody in the <laughs> in the justice league and yeah. then they're cracking jokes the whole time and then it's like so i i don't yeah. know i mean you could be right where they do you know try and get a little bit more you know narrative bo uh focus and you actually despite them there being jokes you still want to pay attention to the story but I'm a little doubtful of that, which is okay in my yeah. book. I think I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the gameplay did 
didn't like blow me away from what we saw. So I'm like, I don't know. I just got to see a little bit more. Just got to see a little bit more. But and El- oh man, that Elder Ring trailer was sick. I got to rewatch that. That story trailer. I don't know bro. what that was going on. <laughs> in that story trailer, but it's it lit, was bro. Cold. It was cold. Um. Yeah, that's that's really all I got to say about the game wars. Do you have anything else? Um. Nah, that's it for me, bro. Get them out of here. Well, let's uh, let's jump into this little uh, discussion we have. We're basically at the end of the year. Uh, I'm trying to give us a little more time to cook for um, game of the year so you can have a little bit more time to play Halo so I can get some more time in with Guardians or what have you, even though you know I'm about to go back to Atlanta, so I really won't have a ton of time. Um, but I wanted to do like a, a little report card, all right? Like it's the first year, first full year having next-gen consoles um it's technically like the first year in the next generation uh, in terms of games and game quality Uh, so i wanted to talk about how we think all of the big manufacturers did um playstation xbox nintendo talk about their highs their lows uh what we want to see going into 2022 um and our outlook for you know, this generation, including like a letter grade for how they did in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you pick. Who do we want to start with? Nintendo, PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, Nintendo. All right. So some background. Nintendo, the games they released this year. Uh, Metroid Dread, Mario Party All-Stars, Pokemon, Diamond and Pearl uh, Remake, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, Mario 3D World Plus bowser's fury uh, and then they had some other stuff in there they had like super mario golf or whatever um not uh, pokemon snap came out this year shit i forgot about that one shin Megami tensei 5 pokemon unite mario golf i think i might have already said that and the remake for skyward sword um hardware wise they released the nintendo switch oled uh, they also released that like new Nintendo Switch Online package that included the Animal Crossing DLC and also like those N sixty four games. So let's start with you, man. What do you what do you think about Nintendo overall this year? How do you think they did? Um, give me the, your pros and cons list of of, of uh, the Nintendo for twenty twenty one. Okay, I'm gonna actually open up with my score for Nintendo and then I'm gonna explain. Uh, wow, Nintendo, okay. in my mind, got an A this year. Wow, uh, it's a very it's a bold statement, but hear me out. You know, a few like a few months back, we had a discussion where we you know kind of talked about publishers or developers or whatever, and what like you know type of student they are in the in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm, I'm going to bring that back at least for uh, Nintendo here. I think that Nintendo is the A student, but these motherfuckers are cheating, bro. They mm. are cheating. They are simply, you know, using answers from last year's test, from, you know, the, the AP exam from, like, 2006. They're bringing it back, and they're using that to in order to get an A to pass. just see, And I just see. barely at that, because they know that they're going to get their asses beat if they don't, uh, if they don't keep an A um, in this class. Um, the reason why I'm saying this, you know, we've got a lot of uh, pretty like so- I will say quote unquote solid games here. Um, 
half of them are remakes, half of them are just kind of like, you know, continuations of old game series. Um, actually, not even just half of them are remakes. I feel like a majority. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, pretty much all of them. Um, we got Mario Party. is basically a remake. Right. Pokemon Skyward Sword. is a remake. Skyward Sword. Super Mario World. Super Mario's a remake. And it's like, bro, like, yes, yeah, so these are Monkey good games. Yeah, Monkey Ball. These are good games. But, like, come on, man. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm the teacher. I gave him an A in the class but like i'm sitting here shaking my head i'm like y'all can apply yourselves bro i'm I'm not mad i'm disappointed you know what i mean okay Th- this is probably like the the saddest a i could give right right yeah that's how that's I mean, what i'm feeling we'll, we'll we'll come back to this to like what we want to see in 2022 but in my opinion nintendo getting a c i They're can see that yeah yeah uh if we're talking just you know, sales numbers. If we're talking moving units, public perception, I guess they get an A because they are selling switches like hotcakes. Like there's it's no insane. sign of slowing down from their from their, from their sales. But I'm not the average consumer. All right, I barely played my Switch this year. I primarily played Metroid Dread. I think that was the only new game I bought this year for my Switch that came out this year. And then I played a lot of. Uh, Oxenfree, which is an old ass game, anyways, and it ran like shit on my Switch. I might add. <laughs> um, yeah, this list is just kind of sad. Um, like, I will admit, Mario Super Party Superstars is fun. Like, I played it uh, on on Jose's Switch a couple of weeks back. I had a good time. Um, but I mean, it's a remake. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. I'm kind of over Pokemon, but we'll see with Arceus. But these remakes, I'm not really interested in. And diving back into this and putting hours into the same with basically everything on this list nothing really speaks to me and there's really no big game like we have metroid dread and i know a lot of people are saying this is best best metroid game in forever like this is game of the year uh i played it i beat it i don't think it was game of the year i think it was fine but it definitely didn't hit the high highs that i know nintendo can hit like they've done with breath of the wild like they've done with mario party odyssey x y and z and there just wasn't a lot here in general. Like, there was nothing to carry the the year, like an Animal Crossing. And there was nothing to pad out the year. Um, so, for that, I think they're slack. And also, just like their, their services. Like, the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Online for being $60 a year or whatever. Uh, just is not appealing to me. Seems very expensive. And just, I don't know. It just seems Bare bones. sloppy bare bones and sloppy and i think uh nintendo right now is doing ba- the bare minimum to get by um so yeah they, they need to step it up for sure if every year was this year um we'd be looking at ass like i i wouldn't i would sell my switch if we had a year Whoa. like this every year because it just was not good uh in my opinion uh so for that they're getting a c the only reason I'm not giving them a D or an F is because I got a uh, Metro Jet and I got some value out of that. And gotcha. Mario Party Superstars is pretty good. Dang, you um, should have so, played Pokemon Unite, bro. Then you would have had it well, at an, a B at least. Maybe, maybe, but I didn't, and that's their fault for not convincing me to play it. <laughs> but uh, uh, talking about like the future of Nintendo, what we want to see in 2022, uh, it's simple: Breath of the Wild. Uh, and then hopefully one other title. It doesn't need to be a, a title. It doesn't need to be a Mario game or anything. But I'd love to see 
give me a fucking Silk song. Like, if we, we got a Nintendo Direct tomorrow, which would have been yesterday for the listeners, give me Silk song. Give me anything. Give me a B-tier title. Give me a fun indie exclusive to the Switch that gives me a reason to feel invigorated to play, like, I don't know, the hardware again. Um, Breath of the Wild, I'm sure, is going to be great, but I don't know if that's going to carry the year on itself. Like, we're going to need at least a couple things. A lot of stuff got delayed in the 2021, so I'm sure there will be some stuff that ends up, you know, coming out and being pretty good, but only time will tell. I'm going to need Breath of the Wild to hit. We still don't know if it's coming out next year, but I'm going to need it to hit. And uh, I'm going to need some other quality content, some quality indies and and hopefully some quality first parties as well. Um, So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cool. What about you? What do you need for 2022? I am kind of on the same board with you a little bit, but I think, I mean, so the is the Kirby game not coming out next year? I thought it was coming out oh, slated for twenty twenty. I don't know. I mean, slated can mean anything. Wasn't sure. Breath of the Wild slated for twenty twenty one or some shit? I don't even know. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, if a Kirby game comes out, that might be exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but we gotta see it. It has to actually come out. Yeah, I'm gonna need a uh, Breath of the Wild and Kirby to really um, carry the year for Nintendo. I think if you just release those two games. Depending on how good you know Kirby is, obviously, that could theoretically just like be enough wind in Nintendo sales just to take them to to twenty twenty three for whatever else. Uh, for sure. And I know you know obviously we got Bayonetta three on the horizon. You know, give us some more uh, you know announcements on that, how the development's going, and show us a gameplay trailer of Metroid Prime, the new the latest one. I think that they would be foolish. Um, to not show anything within this next year based off of the popularity that uh, Metroid Dread has um, generated um, these past couple of months. I think that that's just like the, the smartest move, bro. You keep that train going or else you're going to end up letting it die out again because literally, like, sure, they had, what, Ma- Samus Returns on the 3DS back in, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 2016 or something like that. That that wasn't a real Metroid game. That was a reboot, remake, or whatever. Um, and they had a couple of other, like, small little, like, spinoff games. Those weren't real Metroid games. You, They know what are the real Metroid games, and they know what they need to keep the series going. So um, give us more of that, please. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much all I'm, I want to see from Nintendo. And, you know, cherry on top to make this a really good year. Um, I would love to see the new Switch model. Like whatever the 4K switch Ooh, is supposed yes, to be, yeah, yeah. Uh, just because like after playing Oxenfree, that game is bare fucking bones, and I was sitting <laughs> on loading screens for forever. So hopefully, like a better processor and some faster loading times would you know make this thing go a long way. So hopefully we get that. Um, moving on, I'll let you pick again. Um, Xbox, PlayStation. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go PlayStation this time. Okay, all right. So, uh, I'll let you start out again. Why not? Give me, give me your grade. Give me. Oh, actually, before before we get in the grades, I'll do the same thing I did for Nintendo. So, uh, I was actually pretty shocked because I was looking at releases for PlayStation, and I was kind of struggling to find stuff. Um, so basically, uh, exclusive for PlayStation, we had Deathloop, we had Returnal, we had Ratchet and Clank. Uh, we had Kenna, and then we had a couple director's cuts. So we had uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Iki Island, 
director's cut and we had death stranding director's cut and we had final fantasy 7 remake uh yuffie dlc um so yeah that's that's playstation's year i think destruction all-stars also came out this year believe Oof. it or not um, i don't believe other it. other than that um that's about it in terms of services uh and other stuff like that hardware we just got announced the uh, playstation 5 faceplates that will be available in 2022 um we got you know about six colored controllers um and that's kind of it we got uh uh expandable storage support um a little bit later in the year um and that's kind of it yeah i think for that um i'm kind of gonna have to you know go along the same lines of reasoning as nintendo where I'm going to say this gets an A for the games because I think that, you know, we had, you listed like five games out there. I think those are all mm-hmm. solid games. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think they're, other than, you know, Destruction All-Stars, which is, you know, sup- like that's like the one you ship with the, the console or whatever just to like push units or whatever. I don't know, just have for people to have something to play. That one doesn't really count. I think that there were mm-hmm. five quality games that released this year for the PlayStation 5. I know people were like, you know, sitting there like, where are the games? Where are the games? Right when the console launched, we got the games this year. Um, we got, or we, at least we got some games this year. Um, that if you, let's say, got a PlayStation today or something, or you get it for Christmas, you're gonna be set for a few months at least. Um, so mm-hmm. I think they, I think they did a great job on in the games department. However, um, for pretty much everything else, I mean, I don't know. It just always seems like a. It seems like we maybe. Uh, you know, repeating history here. PlayStation is just going to be the master of the games for uh, this generation. You know, just putting out solid first-party uh, games, but that's about it. You know, they're not really going to uh, try and tackle any new markets. You know, obviously we do have this announcement of uh, Spartacus, um, which is supposed to be like a Game Pass uh, competitor, but, you know, we, we mm-hmm. haven't seen that yet. So we'll see that next year maybe, um, and then maybe we'll be able to talk differently about this. But as for right now, it's looking like we're just a... Um, continuing the same legacy of the PS4 um, generation, which I still don't think bodes well for PlayStation because, you know, Xbox is, they're making all these other types of, like, crazy, you know, business decisions, crazy moves to, like, really just real players. And even if their game, even if they don't have, you know, six, seven, eight uh, crazy, crazy good first-party titles, hello. they've got, like, you know, that... Hello? Can you see me? Yeah, you uh, cut off for a second. I cut out a little bit. I'm going to keep going. Um, Xbox has, you know, the the quantity of games that also have a a good solid level of quality to them. So um, PlayStation, they've got some work to do. And I know, I guess I'm kind of like jumping the gun a little bit here, but I think PlayStation is going to have to do some work outside of the games department to um, really succeed going into next year. So I just want to see, I want to see something promising with Spartacus. I think that's... uh, Gonna be my quick little jump into what I want to see from them next year. Nice. So, um, yeah, on my side, I'm gonna give PlayStation uh, a B, uh, just because I feel like I've seen what an A tier, even an S tier year could look like for PlayStation. I'd say last year was an example of that, where we got Last of Us Two and Final Fantasy VII remake in the same year, uh, as well as Ghost of Tsushima. I feel like 
that is an A year for PlayStation, maybe even an A plus year. And then we've also, we literally got Spider-Man Miles Morales that same year. So coming off of that year, um, which was basically the culmination of the PS4 generation, um, this year was good for a launch generation year. But if I'm just overall, if I'm just, uh, you know, rating in general, I'd say it's a B uh, for me. Uh, I think the games on this list are good games. Like you said, Deathloop is great. Uh, Returnal is great. Ratchet and Clank is great. Kenna is great. And I didn't play director's cuts, but I'm assuming, you know, those are nice little remasters. Uh, I will say, though, nothing like even though these games are good, the year still felt somewhat empty uh, compared to previous PlayStation years. Uh, just mm. because a lot of this stuff came out in really early um, first half of the year, right? We got Deathloop in August, which is really the last big game. Uh, we had Returnal really early, uh, and I think it came out a week before Ratchet and Clank, which I'm still baffled by that. Yeah. Like, I don't understand, you know, why the planning wasn't better here. I don't know if it was because of a marketing dealer whatever but they own housemark now and that clearly was in the works so i can't imagine that they didn't have almost entire control over how this stuff was going to release and come out maybe they still thought horizon had a chance to come out in the fall i don't know Um, but i just think the pacing on the year was just really bad considering i guess now we're in the fall and typically i'm just used to having big fall releases uh, and having that on my mind so uh, it just kind of feels empty to me. Maybe if we did this conversation earlier in the year, um, I wouldn't feel that way. But um, Ratchet and Clank is a game that I don't think will stay with me throughout the generation. Um, Returnal, I think, will. Kenna, I did not even play. Not yet. Um, and, I, and, I, and I hope to get it you know, when it's on sale or when I have more time to play. And Deathloop was obviously fantastic, but that is a game published by Microsoft and is no longer, the franchise will no longer continue on the PlayStation. So um, it's a very odd year where the best game, arguably one of the best games on PlayStation is a Microsoft-owned game. Um, All the games that we were told were supposed to come out this year, um, Horizon, God of War, I don't know if Forza was ever planned to come out or not Forza. Uh, Gran Turismo was ever planned to come out this year, but all that stuff got delayed until next year. Um, so it's kind of a bummer on the services side. Who knows what they're doing? Like the expandable storage came pretty late. Um, not a big deal, but mm-hmm. it just seems like they, the way they're rolling out stuff related to the PS five is just so random. Uh, we got these face plates randomly today, <laughs> like I, I, not today, but like this past in the past week, like the controller colors are kind of rolling out randomly. I just don't really get it. Like I don't get the plan, like their whole marketing, the way they're releasing information, the way they're doing the PS, um, PlayStation state of plays, PlayStation showcases. I'm just, I just have not been a fan this year compared to previous years, even like I, I mean, we talked about this several episodes ago, but the PlayStation Showcase, where they crammed all the good stuff in like the last four minutes of the showcase, and everything else was so mid. Like, yeah, um, I just feel like this year, especially because they didn't show up at E3, there was at no point this year where we had a 
damn, PlayStation is still doing it big type moment. Uh, besides if you want to count that four minutes of the PlayStation showcase where Insomniac basically carried <laughs> carried the whole show. Right. Um, so, you know, just jumping into it, what I want to see next year, I would just like to see the cadence of PlayStation content go back to normal. Like, I understand delays are going to happen, and I'd rather you delay the game or whatever, but uh, hopefully we get Horizon uh, earlier in the year. Uh, hopefully we have God of War to uh, cap a strong fall. And if all that goes according to plan, throw another game or two in the middle if Forspoken is good and, you know, we have one other title in there. I think that, you know, easily next year could go back to being a great year for PlayStation um, where they are kind of on shaky ground is definitely the services. Like you said, project Spartacus, who knows what this will shape up to be. I think that could be a PR nightmare or a huge <laughs> success, depending on how the pricing works and kind of what comes in that package. Um, we'll see how they continue to support the PS five and continue to roll out updates and features and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I think, it's going to be very interesting because like the games for the future are already look great. Um, I think they're going to deliver horizon. Everything they've shown of horizon so far looks promising. Uh, God of war is just more God of war, which is promising uh, for spoken. I don't know. Um, and who knows what else they have under their belt. So I'm excited to see. I think PlayStation will easily lock in an a next year, unless something goes hor horribly wrong, but definitely lacking this year for me. Uh, compared to the past several years. So that's a B. Understandable. What are you looking for? Uh, you already mentioned Project Spartacus. Is there any other stuff that you're looking forward to next year or you're really hoping will deliver besides, obviously, Horizon, God of War? Um, Just to piggyback off of what you were saying, I think what I would want to see most, give me a roadmap, bro. You know, I don't think, you know, that's a very typical thing for, you know, a developer publisher to do or, you know, a company like this. I think at this point, something you kind of y'all kind of need it, bro. Just like, just for any of the types of announcements, maybe like tell me, okay, this month we're gonna you know be expecting, or this quarter we're gonna be expecting like this type of hardware upgrade, or uh, mm -hmm. you know these colors are coming out, or we're thinking about doing this, or oh, on this date we might have like a mystery announcement. Like just I don't know, bro. Like something obviously it may not be that easy to just you know exactly plan this out for them, but. Give me some because I really do agree with you how like, you know, random this, you know, information just kind of just like spat out at us. Like, I remember I, when I saw the announcement, I was like, hmm, OK, interesting. Or about the uh, the face plays. I'm like, hmm, OK, that's interesting. Very out of the blue. But, you know, nonetheless, I guess that that's cool or whatever. But then, you know, I feel like you're just going to immediately go in for either you're going to get one right then and there or you're going to forget about it. You know, it just doesn't seem like any of these announcements are have are, are special. Or anything like right. that. Like, I feel like all of uh, you know, obviously this is not not the fairest comparison, but all of, like Microsoft's things I feel are like on track. They're with it. They're they're keeping up with uh the times. They're keeping up with people and uh, making sure that everything comes out and looks good. You know what I'm saying? Or it's coming out on right. a I don't know, like not on a on a regular basis, but it it just seems a lot more regular than uh, PlayStation. So I don't know, man. Right. I, I want to see more of like a structure to uh playstation's announcements less next year yeah it's tough because playstation are those secretive guys and it usually works out for them because they almost always have 
Um, you know, every usually when they have announcements, they're bangers in the past. Uh, like, I think this year, more than most, we got a lot of just like kind of middling, uh, whatever kind of state of plays when typically we'll get a Final Fantasy uh, remake showcase. We'll get, um, I don't know, some gameplay overview or like some surprise games resident evil 2 remake was announced at, at a state of play and i think we lost a lot of that magic throughout the announcements and without mm-hmm. the e3 it's just kind of like all right we're, we really have nothing here so hopefully that gets better next year but moving on we got one more and then we can shout out some do some honorable mentions or whatever microsoft let's keep the trend going um this year microsoft released uh, Psychonauts 2, Microsoft Flight Simulator for the Xbox, Age of Empires 4, Forza 5, Halo Infinite, um, and they also published Deathloop because uh, they now own Arcane. Uh, and then, of course, there's also the added aspect of Game Pass where we got Knockout City, Forgotten City, Outriders, um, all the games I mentioned previously, etc., etc. Um, it takes two. Um, there's also... The fact that we got our first special edition console out of the next generation uh, consoles where we got the uh, Halo Infinite special edition Xbox, uh, which I did end up picking up. Um, And is there anything other? We got the backwards compatibility updates um, where they FPS boosted, you know, their last set of games. Um, And we got we're just now getting a documentary about the history of Xbox, which I think is pretty cool. I just started watching it, uh, the first episode today. Um, and it's crazy. They got basically everybody in that damn uh, documentary. So I'm excited to watch through the episodes. They had like Jack Trenton, like CEO, Sony PlayStation uh, executives talking in this Microsoft uh, documentary as long with Bill Ga- uh, not Bill Gates, um, Phil Spencer, a lot of other former Xbox executives. And apparently they even got Don Matrick in this motherfucker, which I can't believe. Ooh, I can't Don believe Magic? Don Matrick is the man responsible for the Xbox one. Basically a villain at this point. Oh, in the gaming industry. gotcha. Um, and he's the guy who was like, uh, somebody was like, Hey, I'm a Marine and, uh, the Xbox one needs to be always connected to the internet, but I want to be able to play in the submarine or whatever the fuck. He was like, well, we that. got we got the product for you, the Xbox 360. Holy uh, at that moment, shit. Bro, every, everybody's like, Xbox Boo. is canceled. Xbox is done. Um, so apparently he's in it, which I'm super excited to see what this man has to say. But yeah, that was, back on track. That's uh, basically what the Xbox, uh, Xbox has done this year. Um, what is your grade for Xbox and Microsoft? Um, I think without even needing to do much explanation bro xbox gets like the a around the board like you know across wow. the board they get the a in games they get the a in game pass and i don't know bro like they 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 are slowly converting me bro i feel like uh i feel like i got the black spider-man suit the symbiote suit in spider-man 3 bro xbox is a symbiote mm. i'm uh peter parker <laughs> in the suit and it's slowly consuming me. It's made, it's turning me into uh, dancing Peter Parker, dancing Tobey Maguire um, with how much I'm, you know, starting to love uh, Xbox more and more. 
Um, yeah. And the fact that they're able to do that in, you know, just a sh- these short couple of years from the like considering the fact I've never owned an Xbox. And that's just so yeah. crazy to me that I've never owned an Xbox, never in my life expressed interest in wanting an Xbox. I always thought, OK, it's an interesting console, but it's just not for me. These guys got me out here considering, hmm, maybe I should pick up an Xbox One Series S. Hmm, maybe I should, right. you know, like tune in more to the Xbox ecosystem here and there. That that's crazy. They were able to do that, and I don't. I think that they're doing that way better than they're making me want to play Xbox way more than any of the other big three um, developers are. Like, they're just doing a better job than the other two. That's all I'm trying to say here. Right, right. I got you. Uh, yeah. On my side. My grade may surprise you. I'm going to say B+. Plus. Wow. I say B+, plus, the big Xbox fan over here. Um, I agree with everything you said. I, like, I am super, super impressed with what Xbox has done this year and, and what they have you know, started to do with the Xbox series generation, where it seems like they have you know, successfully turned the ship around, and now they're ba- basically back in the race. Um, but... You know, I say B plus because we haven't fully they're taking credit for some stuff that they weren't fully uh, responsible for. So Psychonauts 2 mostly was developed independently and then they bought Double Fine. And then uh, I think like the last little bit, the last half um, was developed under Microsoft. And I think Tim Schafer did go on record and say, hey, like if we didn't have Microsoft support, a lot of these like there's a lot of content that wouldn't be in the game today. Uh, that we wouldn't be able to make. So shout out to them for that. Uh, same thing, Deathloop technically published under Microsoft, but they had nothing to do with it. Um, it also wasn't on the Xbox. Um, Forza and Halo are the two exceptions where Forza 5 was just absolutely incredible. Um, and Halo Infinite turned out way better than I think most people would have guessed, mm-hmm. especially the multiplayer. The multiplayer is absolute fire. But even on the Halo Infinite front, not the perfect launch like the way they are separating the i mean it's, they're not really launching separate but clearly there are features missing from uh campaign there's features missing from some features missing from multiplayer um and it's, it's not really a full complete product so um when you really kind of take a step back and look at it, i think they're still not this year was not perfect for them um that being said, coupled with Game Pass, Game Pass had an incredible year. And I forgot to mention Death's Door was a console exclusive at launch. Um, I think they're doing basically all the right things. And as they continue to keep things up, if they basically nail Starfield next year, if they nail Redfall, um, I think they will be back in this race and they will be, you know, all the questions will be answered. The games are there. They've already promised us the games. Uh it's just a matter of execution at this point. So uh, I'm very excited to see what they have uh, in 2022. But um, so far, in terms of the social front, as far as the communication goes, as far as all of their studios and how their studios communicate and release uh, updates and docs, like we get Starfield, like short documentaries and updates all the time, which I love. We, um, we get Psychonauts blogs and vlogs before like the recent release of that game. We get Halo updates. Like I love how basically every single studio within this company is transparent as their game, you know, gets ready to release and as their game does release. Um, I love the social media team. I love how they um, 
you know, announced their new products. I love that they were able to get a special edition out for the Xbox 20th year anniversary. I think on the social front and on the communication and just becoming a brand that you actually want to be a part of and enjoy again, I think they've knocked it out of the park and they've done a full 180. Um, and I'm really, really excited once the su supply constraints uh, ease up, once developers kind of get back into the groove of things and, and get uh, started on their new projects. I'm really excited to see where things go. Um, so B plus this year, I think they can easily hit an A as long as Starfield nails it and, and Redfall and, and some of the other supporting games, Somerville and stuff like that that come to Game Pass end up doing pretty well. Um, but yeah, games games not amazing this year. Uh, if Psychonauts 2 was exclusive, then I would probably be given this this year an A. Mm -hmm. uh, if Deathloop was on Xbox, I'd probably be given this year an A. But um, so far, a B. B plus, I would say. Okay. I ain't mad at it. But still, you know, a lot of potential. Um, as far as what I want to see next year, uh, I just want to see them not letting up on the gas. I want to see like a commitment to game pass. We already have a handful of games that we already know are coming out next year, which I think I'm already pretty happy with. I'm very excited for Somerville. I'm very excited for uh plague tale Requiem. And there's that one other like eight bits pixely game. I forgot the name of it that we saw at the Xbox showcase. That's also coming to game pass. I'm very excited for that one as well. Um, so all right, what is it called? It's called like Blue it's River? Not called redacted. No. Oh, 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 um, it's like the side-scrolling you know one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like edgy, but also kind of dope looking. Hold on, I got it in my uh, in my wish list on Steam, pulling it up right at the second. Replaced. Replaced, replaced. Like, so if all that stuff comes out, um, and it's not a 12-minute situation, because you got to also dock some points for 12 minutes. Ooh, the game yeah, that yeah, was yeah. super hyped up. Technically, it was published by Annapurna, but it was a Game Pass uh, exclusive and hyped up as being on Game Pass, and it kind of absolutely dropped the ball there. Um, as long as they stay consistent with that, as long as we see more gameplay from for some of the stuff that was announced long, like a year ago. So if we see gameplay for maybe a, a Perfect Dark or an Avowed or something like that, then we'll be in a really, really good place. So... Um, I just hope they, they don't let off the gas and we continue to see a lot of good uh, moves in both the services side and the general game side. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, did I already say what I want to see next year from Xbox? I don't remember. No. Okay. Um, For me, yeah, just keep give, give us the games, bro. Keep adding. I want every game known to man on Game Pass, bro. Give me, wow. give me, give me more of my beautiful Joe. Give me more of the little small indie games. That's just definitely not coming to Game Pass. It's, all right. Uh, yeah, I know. But uh, you know, a boy can a boy can hope, a boy can dream. You know what I mean? Um, I want more of these little indie games as long as they're getting you know that that fair deal. You know, I I, I still don't know how the the model is working in favor of like these smaller you know indie games. But as long as they're getting right. a fair deal, I want to see all these games on Game Pass just to give them the exposure that the the developers deserve. Because um, I think that yeah. is like the best way for a lot of these games to like you know kind of grow in popularity like really quickly because you know a game like dang what's the most recent one i'm gonna actually bring up xo1 oh yeah no no no, no. Oh, oh yeah talk about 
Talk about X01 because I I've heard some good things about this. Have, did you play that? I have played about an hour of it and it's mm-hmm. trippy, bro. It's like one of those ones where I don't I don't know how it's gonna where it's gonna be taking me, and it's a very very simple game. It's really not much to it. It's like more of like a re- a relaxation type of game, but yeah. like it it just has like something to it that like you're like okay this is a game, this is something that I like and you just feel good while playing it you feel like a a certain type of emotion that i can't even really describe while playing it and i like having those types of games on game pass without having to really feel like i'm you know making that risk or taking like you know a big risk of like you know purchasing this game for full price or something like that which kind of sounds sad to say but as long as uh xbox is treating these uh developers right then i think i'm okay with it so keep up the good work with that um next year and also maybe bring some uh bring some I don't know, maybe like a little bit of improvements to xCloud and my number one ask for next year, Xbox, please do something about this Game Pass. Like PC Game Pass needs a big overhaul because everything just seems, it just seems busted, bro. Like I I remember last, like the comparison from last year to this year is completely different. Like I can't even imagine going back to last year. And so this shit is Uh still busted in some ways. Um, Halo, I remember... I had downloaded the, what did I download? I downloaded like the, either the, the beta or something, either through Steam, or maybe I even downloaded it through the Xbox app, but it just completely fucked everything up. I'm sitting here trying to uh, play Halo Infinite multiplayer by clicking on it through um, through the actual Xbox app on PC. Shit's not loading yeah. up. It's out here trying to ask me about the campaign. I'm like, campaign doesn't come out till three weeks from now. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So different things like that. Right now, Halo Infinite has three out of five stars on Xbox game, on the like PC Game Pass, simply because people nice. people can't Yikes. they can't uh, they can't boot up the game. Get it to work. They can't they can't get the campaign to load up. So they're gonna really need to do like an overhaul. Like if they could just really get like some type of like xbox ui just integrated with pc then it's really gonna bump things up for for uh, microsoft and xbox so those are you know kind of like just personal asks there at the end but i want to see it please nice nice well there you go there you go guys a little longer episode i mean we're like 10 minutes over but those are the grades for the publishers this year we got nintendo at a uh, a and a c a for marston and a C for me. We got PlayStation at an A for Arson and a B for me. And we got Xbox with an A <laughs> for Arson and a B, B plus for me. Um, also, shout out to Devolver for publishing two of the best games yeah. this year. Um, Inscription and Death's Door. And they also released Boomerang X. And they're just, they just always got some heat in their back pockets. Um, a negative shout out to Annapurna. Wow. Because I feel like we didn't get a ton from them. I think we got a strong year next year, but 12 minutes kind of flopped, did not hit like it needed it to. Um, and other than that, I don't know if they had any crazy bangers. I guess they had Solar Ash. Outer Worlds DLC? Oh, uh, well, if, if we're counting Outer Worlds DLC, then <laughs> Annapurna might be published at <laughs> the fucking year. I don't know. I don't know if Perhaps. we want to count that, but, but yeah, uh, I think Devolver was definitely the kind of like indie publisher of the year uh, with their with their catalog. Um, and one more thing. Actually, I don't have any more things. Do you have anything? Um, go watch Trek to Yomi trailer on the best uh, screen you can watch. Um, another Devolver game. Another Devolver game. 
This shit's got me hyped. I was already hyped for it a little bit when I saw it, you know, originally announced. But now I'm like really mm-hmm. hyped. It, they they showed the gameplay, it. bro. It it's looking good. It looks like uh, okay. it looks like little nightmares in the way that Ooh. in the way that you're moving. But like obviously, you know, it's a completely different type of game. Right, right. Okay, okay. I'll take a look. Um, but yeah, with that, guys, thank you for listening to Player Player. Let us know what your publisher grades for the year were. Um, you can do that at, at our Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please go rate us five stars on iTunes. We just need one review, and then I'll stop bothering you. Um, <laughs> go ahead and subscribe, subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice so you know to come back every week, every Thursday. Um, and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes or giveaways, you can follow us on social media at PlayerPlayerPod, or you could go to PlayerPlayerPod.com where you can also submit a question. Big shout out to Aaron Miller, as always, for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoopman. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenico on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on.